plan for your life? Do you know where you want to go? Are you looking to be happier, healthier, and wealthier while having more fun every day? Meet our empowerment architect and goddess gardener, Cynthia Bryan, as she engages in energetic exchanges with success experts, bringing you research, innovations, strategies, and techniques to strengthen your life, business, and personal spaces. Be inspired, motivated, encouraged, and empowered. Lend us your ears right here on Star Style. Be the star you are. The party starts now. Well, hello, Power Partners. Welcome to Star Style. Be the star you are. This is our informational playground, and it is brought to the airwaves under the auspices of Be The Star You Are charity. Star Style, Be The Star You Are is coming to you live on the Voice America Network. This is the Empowerment Channel, and my engineer today is Matt. We worked together for many years, and I'm glad that he's back with me today. So we have a really uh, fascinating show for you today, and I especially um, am excited for our second segment because you're going to find out a lot about how to prevent child sex trafficking. Um, you know, now more than ever, children are at risk for online child exploitation, and they don't even have to leave their home for it to happen. So it's not isolated to children in lower incomes or even at-risk children. Any child can be targeted. And we're going to be talking to Jan Edwards, who founded the Paving Way Foundation. And she is committed to uh, empowering communities and making them aware of the cycle that could be happening in your backyards. And we'll also talk about the film that she wrote, produced, and directed um, and I think that you'll be, you will, we'll take a couple of steps back. In segment three, we will discuss the signs that students um, show when they're having too much stress. Because although the pandemic caused some tangible shifts in everyday life for all of us, the changes really magnified problems for vulnerable adolescents. And we need to help our teens manage their anxiety. So, um, we will learn what are the signs of stress and how to solve them. And then in segment one, as soon as I make an announcement, we're going to talk about the 28th Annual Screen Actors Guild Awards, which are happening this Sunday, February 27th at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on TNT and TBS. I'm very excited. I have been really busy watching all the films and TV shows because I am a voting member and have been for all 28 years of these awards. And so we'll just talk a little bit about how it's all going to go down and hopefully people will tune in and we'll have a little fun. The Miracle Moment for today is brought to you by Be The Star You Are charity. Please visit bethestarur.org. Carl Schmidt said this, that which surrounds you is within you. And I thought about that a lot. It's not only who you surround yourself with, but even the location you surround yourself with. If you surround yourself with nature or is it technology or whatever, because, you know, it's like from the outside in and the inside out. Well, I have just one reminder before I talk about the 28th uh, uh, Annual Screen Actors Guild Awards, and that is that we have a free virtual workshop 
that is being offered by Be The Star You Are. It's called Writing With The Stars. And if you are a young person who wants to learn to be a writer or an author, Writing With The Stars is going to be for you. It is free. It's going to be online. It's a creative writing workshop for kids 9 to 14. And the best part, it's going to be uh, hosted and toasted (laughs) by our award-winning Express Yourself teen radio host, Rohani Shabra. She uh, recently won uh, out of 11,000 submissions that were global, the New York Times Essay Award. And you can read it actually on our website, btsya.org. But just a few details, classes are going to be held on Saturdays. All classes are free. Each class will have a a different um, lesson. And uh, they'll be uh, centered on poetry, fiction, creative nonfiction, personal narrative. There'll be different styles and genres. Um, The kids will learn to read their work out loud, to receive critiques and They'll get tips and tricks on how to structure novel writing, short stories, work on vocabulary, and they'll have plenty of prompts to keep those creative juices flowing. So it's all going to start on Saturday, March 5th, and it's going to go towards the end of April. And again, it's for ages 9 to 14. So information, you can go to bethestarur.org. If you click on programs, you'll see Writing with the Stars. Click on that. Or just at the home page, it'll take you straight there. And you can register for free the STARS workshop at gmail.com. Well, now to the fun part. We're in the middle of award seasons. And, of course, it was just last week that the Oscars uh, were announced. And it was also announced that Amy Schumer and Regina Hall and Wanda Sykes were going to be the confirmed hosts, and of course, there's a lot more expected surprises to come. But for the Screen Actors Guild Awards, that is going to be a simulcast live at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific this coming Sunday. We have David Diggs, uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda, and Leslie Odom Jr. are going to be the openers. And, you know, of course, award-winning actor, rapper, producer is David Diggs. He's Snowpiercer Hamilton. And who doesn't know of Lin-Manuel Miranda, songwriter, actor, director? He's done, um, uh, besides Hamilton, Encanto, which is just a, a lovely film. And one of my favorite films, Tick, Tick, Boom. Uh, Also, vocalist, songwriter, author, actor, Leslie Odom Jr., of course, he was also in Hamilton, and you probably saw him in One Night in Miami last year's a a great movie. So they will be the openers. And, of course, this announcement follows recent news that the SAG Awards um, will have Kate Winslet. She's an Oscar-winning actress. She's going to present the 57th SAG Life Achievement Award to five-time SAG Award and Oscar-winning actress Helen Mirren. And isn't Helen Mirren just wonderful? So she's going to get a, Helen Mirren's going to get a Lifetime Award. Other presenters are going to be Alexandra Daddario, you know, the White Lotus, uh, True Detective, Rosario Dawson, Dope Sick, Go Big Show, uh, Ross Butler to All the Boys, um, and 13 Reasons Why, and Vanessa Hudgens 
Tick Bit Tick Boon and the Princess Switch. Boy, she was really good in Tick Tick Boom. Her voice is beautiful. And um, exciting uh, to hear about the nominated casts from Belfast Coda, Don't Look Up, House of Gucci, and King Richard uh, are going to be presenting the 28th Annual Screen Actors Guild Award. Those are the five um, films that are up for, we don't call it Best Picture. It is, it's actually the best um, ensemble of actors. Because what's interesting about the Screen Actors Guild, uh, people, you know, critics laud its style, its simplicity, and its genuine warmth. But the Screen Actors Guild Award, which is presented by SAG-AFTRA, um, is, has become one of the industry's most prized honors. It started in 1995, and it is the only televised award ceremony to exclusively honor performers. And it presents 13 awards for the outstanding performances of the year in film and television. And it's usually a very fast-moving two-hour show. Of course, with the pandemic, you know, <laughs> the last couple of years have been a bit different. But in any case, I'm always excited to see it. Now, the awards focus on both individual performances as well as on the work of the entire ensemble of a drama series and a comedy series and the cast of a motion picture. And these honors are just really fundamental to the spirit of Screen Actors Guild because they recognize what all actors know, that acting is a collaborative art. And that's what, what we all really love about it is it's actors that are voting for other actors and honoring them. So again, uh, just to remind you of what is going to be up this year for, um, for some of the awards is the cast in a film. It's just, it is just called Outstanding Performance by a Cast in a motion picture. So it's really recognizing everybody in the cast. And the nominees are Belfast, Coda, Don't Look Up, House of Gucci, and King Richard. And then, of course, it goes down to, it will have outstanding performance by a female actor in a leading role. And we call our female actors actors as opposed to actresses. And then an outstanding performance by a male actor in a leading role, outstanding performance by a female actor in a supporting role, and an outstanding performance by a male actor in a supporting role. And then we get to uh, television. So that was, those were all film. And again, it does an outstanding performance by an ensemble in a drama series. And the ensemble in the drama series for television this year the five are The Handmaid's Tale, The Morning Show, Squid Game, Succession, and Yellowstone. And then it goes down again, and it does the outstanding performance by a female actor in a drama series, a male actor in a drama series. And then it does an outstanding ensemble in a comedy series. So it really kind of hits all the marks. And for the comedy series, it's The Great... Hacks, The Kaminsky Method, Only Murders in the Building, and Ted Lasso. And I, what's, you know, all of these are streamed right now. And then again, it, it does the 
outstanding performance by both female and male actors. Um, but then something it does, um, it also adds an outstanding performance by a male actor in a television movie or limited series, and the same thing with a female. This show, we also honor stunts. And I don't, I know people usually love the stunts, but for stunts, they are, the competition was Black Widow, Dune, The Matrix, Resurrections, No Time to Die, and then Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. And um, the and then uh, for a stunt ensemble in television, and those were that was for um, motion picture film. The television is Cobra Kai, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Loki, Mayor of East Town, and Squid Game. So I hope that you've seen some of these. I have uh, watched all of them and. Uh, it has been quite quite the journey. There are some really fantastic streaming shows as well as ones that you could see in the theater. So if you are around on Sunday, again, 28th Annual Screen Actors Guild Award. It'll be airing on Sunday, the 27th, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. You can follow the SAG Awards on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, And, you know, if you just want to read more about it, go to SAGAwards.org. Everyone has to have their, all actors, all SAG actors have to have their votes in by Friday at noon. And I have already voted, but I'm not going to disclose who I voted for. (laughs) When we come back from break, we are going to be talking about a serious, serious topic. It's going to be uh, the sex trafficking of minors. And we will have our guest with us, Jan Edwards. So please stay with me. I'm Cynthia Bryan, and we'll be back in a bit. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Get autographed copies of New York Times bestselling author Cynthia Bryan's books at www.starstyleradio.com. Get inspired and motivated to be your best self with Be The Star You Are, 99 Gifts, and Be The Star You Are for Teens. Buy cases at a deep discount to give away as gifts and premiums. Visit www.starstyleradio.com or call 925-377-STAR, 925-377-STAR. 925-377-STAR. Are you seeking a Dynamo speaker for your meeting, conference, or organization? Internationally recognized keynote speaker and New York Times bestselling author and lifestyle coach, Cynthia Bryan, will bring her energetic expertise, passionate professionalism, and ebullient personality to your event. Hailed as an expert in lifestyle, women's issues, self-help, personal balance, leadership, media, gardening, and interior design topics, Cynthia Bryan is a popular empowerment keynote speaker around the world, lecturing to audiences of 100 to 5,000. For rates and bookings, call 925-377-STAR, 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 and visit www.cynthiabryan.com. When you want the best, book Cynthia Bryan, www.cynthiabryan.com. 
Are you a teenager with lots to say, but no one to talk to? Let your creativity explode and your voice be heard on the radio program Express Yourself, a show by teens, for teens, and about teens. No topic is off limits as you connect with teens with attitude. Check out Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel and join our global community where teens talk and the world listens. www.btsya.com. You can express yourself. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. It's power time on Star Style. Be the star you are with your passion, purpose, and possibility producer, Cynthia Bryan. Now, back to the power party. This business of show business is calling out to me. Well, we are back and we're having a little bit of a problem reaching Jan at the moment. So I am going to be talking to you about how we can manage stress with our teens. But before um, I do, I'm going to just give you a few numbers of sex trafficking by the numbers. In uh, 2020, the Human Trafficking Hotline reported 10,583 cases. Um, From 2000 to 2020, there were 28,902 sex trafficking convictions. Uh, 42% of victims are recruited by their families, which is incredibly sad. 43% of adults recruited online were via WeChat, and 36% were via Facebook. So you can see how challenging this is. 12% of trafficking victims um, is the number, a percentage, for age 13 or younger, yet 10 is the average age of a child that is being groomed online. And it only takes eight days for a predator to groom and recruit a child into sending nude photos or leaving home to meet a stranger. So between 2020 and 2091, there was a 98% increase in child online exploitation. And maybe that had to do with the pandemic because all these kids were home. And 21.7 million reports of child sexual exploitation was made to the cyber tip line in 2020. And that included 65.4 million images, videos, and other files. So that's just horrible. And in case... um, I just want to give out in case you or someone you know you think is being trafficked. These are a few organizations that can help. The National Human Trafficking Hotline, the number is 888-373-7888. So that's an important one to know. You can text HELP, H-E-L-P, or INFO to 233-722. There's also Shared Hope International, 866-457-5433, and the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children, 800-843-5678. So those are just a few of the, um, the numbers that you could contact in case that you or someone you know, you even if you think that it's possible. And by the way, for the uh, 888-373-7888, if you just need some information to try to figure out 
if you think something is happening to one of your children or somebody you know, um, they're there 24-7 and they can answer your questions and hopefully they'll be able to help you um, identify and show you the signs and the symptoms. But now we, I just am talking about stress through the pandemic and beyond. I mean, adolescents already demand a stockpile of coping skills to successfully make that transition to young adulthood. But unfortunately, actions to control the pandemic, you know, took away many of the coping mechanisms that adolescents had been utilizing. And because they didn't have any social uh, interactions and a lot of the academic uh, pressures might have become uh, more manageable for some and less manageable for others. And the fact that there were canceled sport practices and there were social distancing measures, all that form, you know, the forms of exercise that were fun and important for interpersonal connections was less accessible to them. So teens with various mental health challenges were often left without the tools they relied on to manage them. And while the pandemic has caused really tangible shifts in everyday life for all of us, these changes magnified problems for many of our most vulnerable adolescents. And it also altered the academic requirements for students. For example, test optional college admissions is becoming more increasingly popular. And while these changes might reduce stress for some students, for others, the uncertainty that surrounds the value of requirements they once believed were essential has really increased their academic pressure because they really feel that their grades become more important, the rigor of their coursework takes on increasing importance, and, and they're stressing out. So for two cycles of high school seniors that are navigating the pressure of schoolwork and college applications in an unconventional learning environment, um, academic life has not become easier. And with those issues, it makes it vital to understand how to recognize the signs that students may be struggling with their mental health and they may be responding accordingly. So what are some of those stressors? What are the signs that your kids or, or students are really expressing too much anxiety? Of course, you probably would know that any alterations in sleeping, eating, exercising schedules, or starting to engage in more negative self-talk, or expressing less optimism about the future are definite signs that a student is suffering. And certainly engaging in any high-risk behavior like isolation, and especially self-isolation, any substance abuse, or verbal, verbal or physical um, aggression, these are clear signs of trouble. And while some stress may help highly motivated students spend more time studying, too much negatively affects all aspects of healthy living, including their academic performance. And in particular, high levels of anxiety, they can, it can prevent students from engaging in that critical thinking that they need to perform well just in everyday life and especially on exams. So for parents or guardians or just others who really care about teenagers, what can we do to help?
I mean, a student's mental health can be improved by surrounding them with empathetic and compassionate support systems that will really recognize the pressures that they're under. So fostering open and thoughtful conversations about the stresses of school or any outside activities can really ensure that teens feel comfortable talking about their mental health. And as we've seen with so many Olympians and other athletes, mental health is front and center right now. And so it's a really important thing to talk about. Many students usually feel uncomfortable discussing mental health challenges because, you know, they don't want to be have people feel sorry for them or look at them as being different or look at them as having, um, you know, a mental illness issues. But we really have to take the time to let them express their emotions and help them seek out support. If you notice your student is sleeping less or self-isolating or even sleeping too much or uh, being with people that they're normally not with, surrounding themselves with maybe some other negative people, you need to let them know that what you're observing and ask what you can do to best support them and emphasize that their negative feelings are not permanent. Assure them that they will have the ability to improve everything that's going on in their life with the help of supportive family and friends. I mean, the pandemic has put a lot of stress on so many people and it's just been, it's been very, very a challenging time for many, especially when, when there was, you know, lockdown and you couldn't go out at all. And even just, you know, especially for teens, even just having to wear masks and not be able to really see facial expressions, that's, that's, a, that's difficult. So for teens with test anxiety, for example, you can help them identify a clear-cut system to prepare that would really reflect what their learning style is and help them develop study habits that are going to set them up for success in college. Do they study when they first come home from school and do their homework? Or do they need a break first? Are they, are they more morning people? Are they uh, evening people? Do they like to do their homework late at night? You know, whatever it is, we need to support their decisions. And more generally, practices like journaling, mindfulness, meditation, deep breathing, these are all skills that can be employed to help improve their mental health and lessen their stress. Many high schools are now actually offering yoga as a PE requirement just to help kids kind of just chill. Because you hear students say that they really enjoy that time when they can just be a little quieter and breathe. So if there are really excessive anxiety, therapy or other treatment may also be helpful. And there are dedicated care providers that can guide teens through specialized programs that will take into account their emotional, their family, their cultural factors, whether they're having issues with uh, food insecurity or uh, language or all of that. So there are, there are definitely help out there, and a lot of it is uh, free. So in high-achieving pressured environments, you know, California has 
pretty high standards for most schools, it's really especially important to create space for supportive conversations and, as necessary, take action to support adolescent mental health. So do what you can to really listen and care for teens. And I also just want to recommend that you tune in to Express Yourself Teen Radio, which is every Sunday at 3 p.m. with our teens, because this is an unedited, uh, you know, um, unfiltered show where teens talk and the world listens. And what what we do on Express Yourself is just let the teens express their viewpoints. So I think you can get into the mindset of what's happening in the lives of teens by tuning into the show. So that show, Express Yourself Teen Radio, airs right here on the Voice America Network, Sundays at 3 p.m. on the Empowerment Channel. And you can find more about it at expressyourselfteenradio.com expressyourselfteenradio.com. You can also just go to starstyleradio.com and you will find information there as well. So we'll have a business break and when we come back, uh, we will have more for you right here on Star Style. Be the star you are. Stay with me. Be the star you are. The star you Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Business Bites. Here's Cynthia Bryan. Do you know how to defeat boredom and reach your goals? So many of us write unreachable goals and then chastise ourselves because we can't or we didn't reach them. Well, here's a way to reach your goal, any goal that you set for yourself, whether it is to defeat boredom, lose weight, tone up, make money, embrace spirituality, or just discover your purpose or hopefully empower others. First, take action. Show up. Lean into it. Start anywhere. Keep busy. Get out more. Ask for help. Shake more hands or maybe do some elbow bumps during the pandemic. And the same with hugs. (laughs) We have to give virtual hugs. And don't stop reaching for your goals. When you start visualizing, you can write it down and then start playing your work. You are the star of your own performance. Turn your passions into profits. I'm Cynthia Bryan with another business bite from Star Style. For information on coaching, you can visit starstyleproductions.com or go to cynthiabryan.com. The annual cost of illiteracy to American taxpayers is over $225 billion. Help increase literacy, reduce violence, and improve positive media messages by making a tax-deductible contribution to Be The Star You Are charity. A top-rated nonprofit, Be The Star You Are promotes positive role models, produces positive radio broadcasts, and donates positive books to empower women, families, and youth. Be a power partner and join our galaxy of stars. Visit our website at bethestarur.org to make a tax-deductible donation using PayPal or send checks to P.O. Box 376, 376, Moraga, California, 94556. 
be the star you are dot org dare to care Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. It's power time on Star Style. Be the star you are with your passion, purpose, and possibility producer, Cynthia Bryan. Now, back to the power party. This business of show business is calling out to me. Well, thank you for staying with me. Unfortunately, we are unable to reach our guest, uh, Jan Edwards of Paving the Way Foundation, who was going to talk to us about her new film uh, that she has done, as well as um, what the signs, etc., of trafficking. But I will just tell you a little bit about Paving the Way, and then I have some other things we're going to do. Uh, what Paving the Way does is they empower professionals to prevent human trafficking in and around businesses. And their belief is that the education of the business community is important because it discusses these uh, challenging topics and lets business owners be aware of what to look for. And according to Homeland Security and the FBI, over 300,000 children each year become the victims of this silent crime, and it's happening right here in the United States. So that is a pretty scary thing uh, with, with it happening in all the different states, and especially it happens at sports events and concerts and that kind of thing. But more than anything... It is even happening around schools. So the movie is called Trapped in the Trade, and it is a story about reality of unknown danger in relationships and how even your family can get you into it. But I'm going to leave it at that because um, I am not an expert in in, um, child sex trafficking information, so I will leave that to another time. But... Instead, I would like to uh, talk about um, relearning to fly (laughs) because I think you're probably reading a lot of stuff now about what's happening up in the skies. There has been so much fly rage that um, many of the airlines, they have now been petitioning to join join forces to actually put of people who are not obeying the rules and who are causing disturbances on no-fly lists, and it would go through all the different airlines. So what should we do if you do not want to end up never being able to take a flight again because you're on in the no-fly zone? How can you relearn to fly to keep the tensions down and pack your patience and, you know, be respectful and have your manners? So one thing is we need to be prepared. So you know that you're going to have to take off your shoes and your jacket at security. So perhaps a good thing to do was don't wait till you get your bag on the belt and hold everybody up. Just take off your shoes and your jacket and your belt and get your cell phone out. And if you have to take out your computer, get that out and ready so that you're not holding people up. I know for me, when I have uh, when I fly, 
it has been, it's, it's so frustrating sometimes because sometimes you get in traffic when you're on the way to the airport and then you get to the TSA line and it's a big line and you think, oh my gosh, am I going to miss my flight? And I see this happening, especially, uh, I've seen it especially during the pandemic when I had to fly of uh, people, you know, just, I don't know, people were tense, people were stressed. And so many people were late for flights for one reason or another, and it seems everybody was just trying to get through. So by just having a little bit more uh, respect and being being ahead of the game, I think that it's going to help you a lot. So just do those things. Be prepared in advance. And a great thing to do if you haven't already done it is to sign up for one of these global entry passes because by doing that you're going to be able to keep your shoes on you're going to be able to keep your computer and your phones and everything in your bag and literally unless you have metal in your shoes that's going to go off or you're wearing chunky jewelry or something like that uh, you basically just put your bag on and you also get to go to uh, to a special line that is so much faster. Uh, yes, for global entry, you do have to fill out forms. You do have to go on an interview to, and, you know, they do background checks and all of that. But I will tell you that the cost of it is covered by some credit card companies. And to me, I, at the time that I got mine, um, it wasn't covered by my credit card. And then I got a credit card where it was, but I'll maybe use that next time around. But at the time I got mine, it cost $100 for five years. So you figure you're paying $20 a year to go to the front of the line and not have to to um, take your shoes off and, you know, all of these extra things. And you kind of just, you, it has saved me getting on flights. Let's put it that way. So I really recommend it. Now, uh, the other thing is is the overhead compartments. Uh, one of the, my big frustrations uh, when I get on a plane is if you you want if you have a bag and you uh, you need a place to store it, but what you find is that a lot of people who are going to the back of the plane, they put their bags on at the front of the plane. So as soon as they see a space, people shove their bag in as quickly as they can. And then sometimes if your seat is, you know, you get to your seat and there's no room for your bag because people from other places have done it. So I try not to be a hog on the overhead and instead put your bag where you are going to be seated. And I think that, you know, the, I think the biggest frustration is for people who, um, who are sitting up front, not in first class, but who are sitting closer to the front where they, they're getting on, so on some planes they get on last because they board, they board the people in the back first and then they don't have any room for their bags. So just, you know, again, be respectful. Be sensitive to your seat uh, seat mate. If you're sitting next to some uh, somebody, just keep in mind how their body language is expressing itself. Some people want to just 
put in their earbuds and listen to music or what, do whatever they're going to do, watch a movie or something. Other people want to read a book. Some people want to shut their eyes and have some peace and quiet. And then there are those people who are super chatty and they just want to, you know, they want to make a new friend. And if that's not you, if you're not interested in being chatty, then the best thing that you can do is just to politely say, you know, excuse me, but I would like to read my book right now. Or, you know, I it's nice to meet you, but I have to use this time for my work. I mean, don't be rude about it, but there is a polite way that you can do it. And if you're that chatty person, <laughs> again, be sensitive to what your seatmates really want. Now, if you are fortunate enough to have gotten either a window seat or an aisle seat, remember that the armrests should go to the middle passenger because that is the only thing that the middle passenger has. They don't have any place to put any, you know, so let them have the armrests so they can put their arms down somewhere. It's hard to be squished in that middle seat. So at least give them that courtesy. And then when it comes to reclining, I have been on planes where somebody, you know, I was trying to get a, have a sip of a drink or somebody and somebody put their seat back and my drink spilled all, spilled all over me. So before you recline, maybe be very mindful of how that behavior is going to affect the pe person behind you. I mean, sometimes, I mean, if it, you might even want to say, yeah, I'm going to, put my seat back if that's okay. So if somebody's trying to uh, work on their laptop and they ask you to move your seat up a little bit, you know, you're, just do your best to comply. I mean, we're all in this, this, what would you call it? You know, this flying cylinder for however many hours it is to get to your destination. And, you know, we can we can be kind and respectful and courteous for that short amount of time. If you are traveling with kids, that is that can be challenging. I know. I mean, I've traveled with my kids, but you have to make sure that they're not bothering other passengers, like kicking the seat in front of them. That will normally garner the ire of the person in front of you. Um, I, I can't tell you how many times I've had kids sitting behind me and the whole time they kicked. I never said anything, but it drove me crazy. And then one final thing to talk about flying is, is following the rules as far as what the airline requirements are with wearing masks, physical distancing, whether you can take your mask off to eat or drink something or if you have to keep it on the whole time. This is where most of the disturbances have been lately. And many airlines are changing their policies, some rapidly. So check the airlines before you decide to fly. You go online. That Almost all of them have COVID-19 guidelines. And yes, hopefully we're coming out of this. We're opening up a bit more. But we still don't really know for sure. Uh, what's happening. So again, just do your best, <laughs> find out in advance, and you're going to be uh, so much better for it. I think you're going to like it um, a lot, you know, a lot more. 
Now, I just want to talk a couple things because I was talking about stress in teens a bit more. But there's also stress, you know, if you are a caregiver. And again, it seems that this last two years, so many people had to become a caregiver, whether somebody got COVID or got a bad flu or got something else. So what is caregiving? It is simply a regular provision of care to someone. And the nature of care depends on whatever the specific needs of the recipient. It has been estimated that there's probably 7 million people in this country that are providing regular assistance. And in most cases, one person becomes a primary caregiver and usually the individual who has the most responsibility for organizing and providing assistance to the care uh, recipient and so many of these are unpaid family members. Now, during the pandemic, we found ourselves providing care in our home for someone who was ill, and it might have been for a short time or very possibly an extended time of care. It could be needed if you get long-term COVID, but regardless of the time, here are just some reminders that could help you uh, take the precautions. So, First of all, when you're a caregiver, and also just in general, clean your hands often with soap and water for at least 20 seconds, or use that hand sanitizer that contains at least 60 to 70% alcohol. And remember to avoid touching your face, your nose, your mouth, and your eyes. And again, if you're a caregiver, you don't want to infect, uh, infect yourself or anybody else. And to the extent possible, avoid touching high-touch surfaces, and especially in public places. And it, when you're at home, you can clean all your surfaces that are touched often, like your canners, your tabletops, your doorknobs, light switches, faucets, cell phones. And it, you can just use a household cleaning spray or wipes. Uh, I just use a 70% alcohol, and I just put it on... Um, a rag, wipe everything down, and I just do this daily, and it, so far everybody has been healthy. When it comes to laundry, wash your laundry thoroughly. If the laundry is soiled, you might want to wear disposable gloves and keep soiled items away from your body while you're laundering, and then launder them separately. And then as soon as you take off your gloves, toss those gloves and wash your hands. Avoid sharing any personal household items if somebody is sick in your house, like dishes, towels, or bedding. And again, you want to keep these uh, clean and sanitary. And then as a caregiver, you have to be aware of the many ways of passing on germs to yourself and to others. And you always have to uh, really be careful. Now, there is so much stress around uh, the pandemic and just stress in general, be, you know, uh, whether we are on Zoom or schools or are we back to work? Are we not back to work? And there are different times of t different times of stressors and many different causes. There's even a, um, a post-traumatic stress disorder, which is common among service personnel that are returning from, you know, from any war zone or from any service. PTSD is the emotional trauma that can be experienced after a life-threatening experience. 
And the symptoms can vary. And when I say life-threatening experience, it doesn't just have to be coming from a war zone. It could be uh, coming from having a life-threatening illness and even a life-threatening illness, you know, in your family, perhaps not even from you or having a, an accident or watching something that is really traumatic. So here are some common reactions to this kind of stress that you can be aware of. Flashbacks, anxiety, panic, anger, feeling emotionally numb, having nightmares or sleep problems, detachment or feelings of estrangement, any depressive feelings, a difficulty getting along with other family members, and always being jumpy or on guard, and having some concentration problems or memory issues. And if those reactions continue long after the event has passed, it could become a, a post-traumatic stress disorder. So it's really important to understand what it is. And, and if you are a service person who is coming back from something that was traumatic, I can only imagine how traumatic, you know, the evacuation from Afghanistan must have been. Or right now with this possible invasion of the Ukraine and so many service members being um, sent over to Europe on standby, you know, hopefully on a peaceful mission. But you can call a VA office near you, 1-877-VETS, that's or 800-827-1000. So that's just something to help with that kind of stress. And just in general, some ways for anyone to relieve stress, and this also goes back to our teens. You could keep a journal, write down the things that are causing you to feel stressed. Sometimes just getting them down on paper helps so much. Talk with a friend, a family member, a counselor, or a minister, somebody that you trust about your feelings. Watch some funny videos. Laughing is good for the soul. Play with a pet. Pets are always, always good. They, um, there's something about pets that you just kind of calm. Uh, volunteer with a charity. When you help others, you help yourself. And there's something about getting out of yourself and helping others. You realize that maybe you don't have it so badly. Do an art project. Crafts, paint, do a puzzle, you know, um, play a game that or maybe read something that you really enjoy. Do something that's fun for yourself. Listen to a book on tape. Uh, listen to some soothing media, uh, music. Meditation is always a good thing to do. Try deep breathing. Focus your attention on your breathing and feel and hear each inhale. And then exhale, breathe deeply and slowly. And if you are a person that prays, you know, spoken or written prayers are found in most faith traditions. And you can just use your own words or read prayers or just do any kind of spiritual reading. The important thing is to take care of yourself and realize that we are in a, we are in a time of stress and you just want to um, make sure that you're going to be okay. So that is our show for today. I'm sorry that our guests did not arrive, but hopefully you still got some information uh, during this program. So make sure you're tuned here with me, Cynthia Bryan, every Wednesday, 4 to 5 p.m. 
right here on the Voice America Network. This is the Empowerment Channel. We hope you can change your life, make your dreams come true. For more information about Star Style, visit CynthiaBryan.com. To get involved with Be The Star You Are charity, please visit BeTheStarYouAre.org. And my aim, as always, is to encourage, inspire, inform, amuse, and motivate you. See beyond your physical being. Know you already are the star you dreamed of becoming. And read a book this week. And I have several at my at that I have written that are at my website, CynthiaBryan.com. Until next Wednesday, when we celebrate again, remember that love always wins, kindness always prevails, and smiles will keep us happy. I am Cynthia Bryan for Star Style, thanking you and encouraging you to be the star you are. Thank you, Matt, for engineering this show. And I hope all of you will be your unapologetically authentic self. Oh, I love that alliteration. Unapologetically authentic self. Have a wonderful week. Dream, create, inspire, make a difference, and be here next Wednesday, 4 to 5 p.m. Pacific on Star Style. Be the star you are. Ciao for now. Be the star you are. The star you It's been a pleasure bringing you our life-changing program, Star Style, Be the Star You Are. We have you on our radar as it's our goal to inspire, inform, entertain, and motivate you to be the star you were born to be. For more information, visit StarStyleRadio.com. And to make a donation to the charity, go to BeTheStarYouAre.org. Ignite the flame that burns brightly within. Take charge of your life and coach yourself to success with our dynamic host and empowerment architect, Cynthia Bryan, every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another serving of champagne for the spirit and a power boost to live with star style. Until we celebrate together next week, be the star you are.